uproot the weeds of the discomfort. Let your courage sprout. Fertilize your days with happiness and nourishment. Hey friends, today I'm here to chat about something that I don't even know how to sum up into one word to describe in the title because this can this topic could be applied in many different ways in your life. I really enjoy just kind of intuitively going with the flow now of what I'm creating and what I'm sharing as far as like starting this sustainable self-care series on YouTube, which I'll chat about more later. Uh, just letting it really come intuitively instead of trying to plan it all out because I really also enjoy the conversations with other people that inspire new ideas to come because they bring awareness to me of something that they think that I can help others with. By special request, this is the question that I received that I'm going to read to you because it'll start to kind of set the scene of what we're going to chat about today how to create and hold space for rituals or activities before you have buy-in from others. I noticed you were great at this with the Forest Co-op. You created something that had value. You started on time, even if people weren't there. You made changes in your house before everyone was on board and full support. Your strong leadership in those areas made it where people did buy it, where people showed up on time because they knew that space was being held for something special. I feel like that would be a good gift you could share with others and how to create and hold space, especially when at first you were the only one there. For anyone that doesn't know, I'm a military spouse and we move often and I've kind of found a niche with every place we move, I create what we want for our family that doesn't exist yet. Starting something new, building a community, There's so many aspects of it that are the same as like entrepreneurship and starting a business. We can't go into it thinking like our first meetup, our first hosting, our first whatever we're doing is going to be a huge success because if it was, everyone would be doing it, right? Like it takes a lot of work to create community and it, it can be like very exhausting and Um, not feel amazing if you put all this work into something and then no one shows up except for you or maybe one person shows up. But I've learned to use that energy of how that can feel and to not let it make me stop, but to actually use it where it makes me even stronger each time moving forward. So I want to start at the beginning. So before I had my son, I like had an amazing corporate wellness job being able to teach fitness, personal training, all these things. And then we moved and it was really hard to find a job. And so then is where I realized like, just create your own thing. So I started a small business and I would travel around the island to work with clients one-on-one and help them. And then from there, I naturally started leading like yoga in the park Wednesday at sunset and mom's workout groups came together and everything. And I think it all rooted in like word of mouth also like passion and just like those thoughts that like for me it always happens when I'm running so I like to run once a week because it's amazing all the ideas that come to me and you know some of them I don't act on but others I'm like you know I'm just gonna go for it so I think the first spot to 
start is brainstorm all your ideas and the ones that really like light you up and are like yeah just go start that like you don't need to research it for hours you don't need to put hours and hours of planning like just go do it and see what happens after I had my son I fell into just like whatever I wanted for myself for my son and if it didn't exist which it rarely rarely ever has I just create it myself so at first that was a workout group of I still wanted to be active I had my baby bring other babies bring other moms and exercise together and I think when your passion for what you're doing and really that you're practicing it yourself it lights people up they're gonna feel your energy and they're gonna feed off of it we lived in Hawaii and I would offer mom's workout groups outside yoga by the ocean like some really super cool things And you know what's funny is I had people come and they loved it and it was like a tight-knit, close group and it was awesome, especially for when you're starting out motherhood. And then we moved to the Mojave Desert and our little town radius was like seven miles. There was nothing to do. It was hot. It was a very like just negative kind of like people, if you ask someone about living at Fort Irwin, they probably don't have nice things to say about it unless they were there the same time as I was. And we had this great community. I created this mom's workout group, but I had more people show up there to anything else that I've done, like ever leading has not been that many people. And it was because I, they knew I was gonna be there every day, that I was gonna support them, encourage them, and they were gonna be surrounded by this community of other people going through the same thing as them and wanting that same environment to just go to and feel the positivity and sweat together and move and laugh and have fun and see their babies play with other babies. And so they would come because they knew if they were going to leave their house and come spend the morning with us, they were going to go home and they were going to feel better. From there, we moved back to Hawaii and decided to homeschool and was more looking for like that homeschool co-op community instead of the workout groups because our son was getting older and meeting his needs as far as homeschooling and being around older kids it came the time to let go of leading workout groups and transition to homeschool co-op life which is fun in so many different ways too so i think the important thing to keep in mind is our life is always going to be shifting into different phases and say like you lead some group for a year and it is awesome and rock solid, and say the next year, there's just not that interest, take it as a sign that you did something amazing for that first year, and you know what? That served its purpose, and now it's just time to shift to something else, and there's a new purpose for you to find, and those people you're going to attract to you when you're really letting your passion shine as bright as it can, and you're basically just like sending that energy out that what you want is going to come back to you. And that's exactly what I did when we moved from Hawaii to Maryland during a pandemic. And we needed friends, and I wanted to lead a new co-op. And I just kept putting out there the vision of what I wanted to create, and people showed up. And you know what? There were so many bumps along the way. I got lots of messages that were really challenging to navigate, but I could have either let my energy go towards all that that's going to drag me down and be like no Vanessa don't do it don't do it or I just say like okay that didn't go as planned what's my next step to move forward I still want to keep this short and give you some steps to take away so 
first step step one is let your passion drive what you want to create let your passion be that main source for your planning and everything you're doing so that way it doesn't feel draining so lead with your passion but also honor your own energy so by that i mean there's times where i'm like oh my gosh i really should like do this and this and this and this and i could put a lot on my to-do list but those days where it's just not coming together and i'm like in my flow state i just walk away from it and i find what i'm actually supposed to be working on that day and then when i come back to it and i'm in that flow state of sharing from passion everything comes together so much easier when you're leading from a space of passion people are gonna feel that they're gonna see like oh my gosh Vanessa really enjoys this. She puts time and effort into planning her circle times, and look, she's enjoying singing and doing these things with the kids. Like, she really loves this, and I can see that my kids are picking up on her energy, so are the other moms, and everyone really loves this and walks away at the end of the day feeling nourished. If you're feeling exhausted yourself, think about it. They're going to feel all those same feelings too. So we want to lead from a space of passion and honor our own energy so we don't get to that exhausted state. So, Vanessa, what if I'm already in that exhausted state? Then take a pause and brainstorm all the different things you could change and ways you could shift what you're doing or how you're feeling about it so that you're relit with passion. So for example, for me, I do a lot on social media with Facebook and Instagram and creating this podcast episode and creating stuff on YouTube and trying to help share and get it out there. And it like social media is a full-time job guys in itself, but I could let that burn me down and exhaust me, or I can find a way that I love picking up my phone in the morning and doing what I need to do, but doing it from a space that shows people like, I love what I'm doing and I'm going to always share whatever I'm sharing in a way that I love it because then the people that are taking it in, they're going to get more out of it. So step one is lead from your passion and honor your energy. Step two is to communicate with whoever you're inviting to join whatever you're creating. So what I do with my homeschool co-op that I have right now is I took some time to write out like what we do, what our day looks like, the vision of our co-op, the purpose of it, what I contribute, and then also what I'm asking of people. So I really don't like the word like expectations, like, oh, I expect you to do this, this, this. Not that, but I want them to see that I've really invested a lot of myself and my time and my energy, my love, energy, everything. Like (laughs) I'm pouring into this thing and I need to feel appreciated and I need my time to be honored of everything I'm giving into it. So for a homeschool co-op, I simply say like, Hey guys, I know that there are a lot of options on a daily basis and I'm creating this because this is what I want for the kids and I really am welcome to families coming, but I really want them to be committed to it by loving it too and honoring that day. So maybe like we don't have to schedule dentist appointments on Friday. Maybe we can ask like, hey, is there another day of the week I can do? Or we're going to say no to some other things and keep our Fridays dedicated to this. So that lets me express like how I'm feeling of the energy exchange is going to be. This is what I'm giving. This is what I'm asking in return. 
I get it. Things happen. People need to cancel. As a leader, I've had many days where I pick up my phone in the morning and it's just like people canceling one after another. Like I got a flat tire. My kids are sick. I get it. And that's where I've needed to remind myself like, it's okay, Vanessa, you know, like my thing that really helped me through all that because it's hard when you're making all these plans and you're packing like twice three times as much as everyone because I'm bringing extra supplies it can be really hard but what I do is I tell myself you know whoever's canceling they're just not meant to be there today and whoever is meant to be there is going to be there because really do we want a family to show up when it's a really hard day and maybe they actually should have stayed at home We're all going to sit together in a circle. We're going to feel each other's energy. And if we're not meant to be there that day, we just got to let it go and let the people that are meant to be there that day come together. So you're initially communicating with whoever you are inviting to your offering. But just as anyone or anything else in life, like giving reminders is helpful. So usually what I've experienced is people are super squared away in the beginning They show up on time, they have everything, and they want to show that they're committed. And over time, like, we all get tired, different things happen. So what I do to help that it's not like you're kind of like on a roller coaster up and down is on a weekly basis, I do check-ins with people, like, how I'm, like, I'm always, anything I'm leading, I'm like, hey, I'm open to feedback anytime, questions, like, please, I, tell me everything. Because if people hide things in for months and months and months, and then they, they're just going to blow up, and it's not going to be a space where then you could correct whatever's going on. I've had co-ops where I've had to ask families to leave, which was super uncomfortable, but that's part of leadership. Like, you know, being a leader really makes you grow, which is awesome because we all want to grow in life, right? Like, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast about seeds of courage and growing unless you're interested in becoming your best self and continually growing, learning new things. So I, on a weekly basis, will be like, hey, this is our plan for this week. This is what you need. And even though I'm saying like the same thing over and over, like bring your family blanket, your water, your sunscreen, all the things, but showing that, you know, this is where I'm at. You've seen us all thrive when we're at this place. So let's keep holding that space because the most important thing is our kids are learning from us by watching us lead these things right and navigate these hard situations and whether it's that you have kids involved or not like we're all here doing our human thing and it's amazing how learning to communicate with each other and also really like speak up of hey you know like I'm working really hard on this like Um, if there's a suggestion you have that would make it where you would love it more and be more committed, like, let me know how I can help you. Step three, I like to reach out to all the members or invite them to put their input of maybe they want to be contributing to, maybe they have this special talent we don't know about that they really want to share and maybe they're waiting for that invitation. As soon as someone else has the opportunity to lead for the group, they're automatically going to feel a deeper connection to it because they're doing the behind the scenes planning and brainstorming and then actually leading it. And so anytime you have led something, 
you understand then showing up to someone else leading something, the time and energy that person is sharing with you. I reached out to many of the women that have come to my homeschool co-op groups to ask them the question that was presented to me, and I was curious what made them want to show up and want to make it a priority in their week to be there. And if you ever want to lift your mood, um, reach out to a bunch of people that you've helped and you get such sweet messages that keep inspiring you to keep going. So I have a lot of really, really sweet messages that are extremely long, so I'm not going to read them to you, but the gist of it was that each of them felt noticed and seen and heard when they would come. Even at my workout group that I had hundreds of women's, I would make sure to learn their name. And that's what everyone knew me at Forder went for, of like, wow, she knows a lot of people's name. Because I wanted to know every single person's name that was coming to my workout group. I would try and know their kids and their dogs and everything too, but I wanted to know their name. I wanted to say hi. I wanted to check in. And I've done this for any other group I've started now that really if I'm at our homeschool meetup, I try and move around. I try and talk to every person, check in how they're doing, see if they have any feedback on the group, see if they want to lead something. Because it is it is challenging to have this level of friendship, but then also be on the level of leadership. And so it's this balance of holding this energy for wanting people to commit and show up and do their best, but then also remaining humble and human that these are your friends and they're going to have bad days too. And no matter what happens, just keep your energy at where you want it to be. And that's what people are going to continually feel from you. If someone goes home from whatever you're offering and at the end of their day, they feel nourished and like, oh, I want more of that. I want to go back. They're going to make a priority and they're going to do that. So I don't think it means you have to plan this extravagant thing all the time and deplete all of your energy. It's more you're showing up, you're excited about it, you can't wait to share it with others, and they're feeling that excitement. And then when they feel good, they want to keep coming. So a few things that people said in the messages I got that they knew I was always going to be early because that's just my personality. They knew I was going to be prepared. They knew they could depend on me. They knew that they could show up how they were and maybe they forgot a supply. Maybe they forgot to brush their teeth and I was still going to welcome them. And I was going to make it an experience for the kids to have fun and look forward to it for them coming back. So it's not just that the kids have friends. It's the moms have friends too or the dads and the whole community. And it's a space you can come together and you are fully there and you're so excited to be there and you leave feeling recharged instead of drained. Step one is to lead from a space of passion, but honor your energy so you don't get burned out. Step two is really working on communication so that everyone understands and is on the same page and also feels comfortable speaking up when there's tough times. Step three is open it up, invite others to lead something too. Really with community, it's an effort. You can work together and you don't have to do it all yourself. To continue this episode as short and simple and taking steps away to apply, I will answer the second part of this question in the next episode of how do you keep at your goals or what you wanna be doing in your home 
when there's a good chance no one else is or has an interest in it. So the best way to answer this question in a simple reminder we all probably have heard is that people will probably forget the things you've said, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Vanessa's Holistic Living. Send any requests for future episodes 